Hello and welcome to my Xbox and me episode 226. Nah, I don't think that's right. The number there is wrong. Oh yeah, you're right. It's 226. It was 225 last week. You're right. You're right. You're right. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Two Fresh Crush. Come on, boy. Don't do this to me. <laughs> do what? Not, not speak. Come on. It's a podcast. You usually talk a lot, so... I you remember a few a few weeks ago, uh, I interjected and you said let you host. Oh come let on! Let you do your damn job. Come so, on! Don't be that guy. Trying, you know, I'm trying to give you all the room you need to uh, do your hosting thing. Um, I I mean, thank you. I I I truly appreciate that. Um, how are you, Crash? Um, I'm doing solid. Uh, I wanna yeah. I wanna take this opportunity real quickly. Um, okay. Because I got a, got a tweet the other day. So I just want to put yeah. this person out on blast real quick because I don't like this. Okay. And I don't like that. So uh, Paul Morgan. Uh, Paul Morgan okay. 80 on Twitter. Okay. Listens to the podcast. Was helping yeah. me out with some sand details. So I was like, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Blah, 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 blah. Then he tweeted this. Sandy fine to me today. Don't really listen to the other guy. Free crying life in faces. Now, Paul. I'm going to let you into a little secret, my friend. I'm not about that life. That's not what this community is about. So, either you are apologizing a tweet to Crush, or I am blocking you on Twitter. Good to know. All right, anyway, back to everything. This is My Xbox and Me, our weekly Xbox podcast. Uh, you can find us everywhere at youtube.com slash myxboxandme, www.myxboxandme.com. I've kind of been away for a couple of weeks from games. It feels, I feel strange, I'm not going to lie. I feel really, 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 really strange. Where I just feel like I've not been playing much, I've not been doing much. So we'll see what's going on. Uh, other than that, you can get the show early, patreon.com slash mcfixer. And yeah, for those who have been wondering where the hell I've been and what's been going on stream-wise, my mum's in that hospital again. I, I Again, I spoke too early last time. And let's just say we're in and out. Like every other day I've got to go to the hospital. And it's like, it's so it sucks. It sucks, let me tell you. Because... You kind of have to, you get to the, you get like a 10 o'clock appointment, right? And then she's not getting seen until about 7 o'clock at night. Oh. So you're just sat there waiting. Just waiting, yeah. Just the hot, and, oh, it's awful. It's absolutely awful. Took my Switch with me last time. My Switch didn't have no charge. I got no internet in the hospital, so I can't, I can't play music. I can't, do you know when people say, can you live without the internet? I cannot yeah. live with, I, I had no music. I had no podcasts. I had my games. Even the games I have downloaded on my phone, I couldn't play. Because they needed internet. Because they needed internet. Ooh. Um, do you not download like an offline playlist for your music? I don't, I'm not rich like you. I don't have like a big iPhone. You have iTunes? I, music doesn't take up a lot of space. Takes up a lot of space. Get, no, you guaranteed. Or I don't know why you threw me under the bus with that. You guaranteed to have enough room for music <laughs> and you try to make it like a rich person. I'm not rich. What the extra, fuck? Extra, extra, extra. <laughs> um, Somebody's going to be listening to that. They're going to get a completely different like, oh, wow. I didn't know Crash didn't know was, Crash was super well rich. Off. He could afford a bigger <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> um, no, honestly, I just, no, I haven't got them all. I haven't got it all backed up. I've got like a couple of songs. So I've got like uh, five, the five songs I like from Eminem's new album, Music To Be Murdered By. 
I've got uh, those downloaded, so I literally just listen to those five tracks. I don't know if I like. Oh no, them. I still <laughs> listen to them. I listen to like the five tracks I listen to like daily. If I'm being honest with you, Do, uh, can you guess which ones they are? I know we're an Xbox podcast, but epic. Um, probably not. You're. Uh, I have no clue with you. Premonition, the intro. Okay. Yeah. Unaccommodated. Good okay. Good song. You got. Uh, you're gonna learn. Good song. Uh, those kind of nights. With Ed. I understand. Godzilla. Okay. And Most then it's one more, one more. I'm a liar. Okay. Six tracks. And can you guess the last one? No. I will. Uh, I don't remember what song that one is. The um, <laughs> the uh, slaughterhouse track, but without Joe Budden. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it's not a slaughterhouse track, but yeah, okay. Slaughterhouse track without Joe Budden. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, okay, fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, so I just literally listened to those, like those six tracks just over and over. I was like, "Good thing I like these songs." Like, good thing I like these songs. Yeah. So in New York, we have to take the train, and the train goes underground. Yeah. So I yeah, always yeah, have yeah. A, a downloaded podcast ready. So or well, not podcast, but music. You gotta think. I don't leave the house that often, and when yeah. I do, I go on a bus. Like I get a bus to wherever i'm yeah. going to go get my literally dude let's be honest where, where am i leaving i'm going from here to get my hair cut and back that's about it and everywhere else Haley takes me so mm. i don't really have a reason to be like i get it having downloaded stuff i'm not gonna lie i was like i need youtube red i should just download i'm like no i'm not not youtube red Bring youtube premium and i was like no i'm not doing this like my mom will be out soon clearly not clearly not <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah again thank you everyone that has stuck with us and stuck with me over the last couple of weeks i know i've not been around as much on any platform really um still managed to put out the uh the, the track this is weird like i say the music track that we put out i don't know if people listen to it um the valentine's day love song we put out it's just that to be honest with you that's just sort of like a little bit of creative oh uh creative um juices going so i'm very happy with all that so yeah crash big yes. news has dropped big big yeah. big 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 uh, it's an interesting one right because no patreon producer this month topic of the show so big news has dropped the big news is obviously xbox have officially announced um the xbox what uh, the xbox series x details it's funny because we already reported these a couple of weeks ago when Windows Central leaked them. Yeah. And they're pretty much on par. We've got a couple of little bit of extra details here and there, but we're kind of repeating ourselves again, but I'll read it anyway. It's a long read, so stick with me. And uh, here we go. Uh, this was posted by Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, on the Xbox Wire. And it says, A superior balance of power and speed. Compared to its previous generation, Xbox Series X represents a superior balance of power and speed in console design, advancing on all technology fronts to deliver amazing dynamic living worlds and minimalize any aspects that can take you out of the experience. Our job at Team Xbox is to give teams the tools they need to achieve their ambition and tap into the console power with, effective, uh, with effectivity. Effective. Effectiveness. My apologies. A few of which we're detailing today. Raw power is just part of the story. So, first bullet point we have here is 
Next generation custom processor. Xbox Series X is our most powerful console ever powered by our custom design processor, leveraging the AMD's latest Zen 2 and RDNA architectures, delivering four times the power uh, processing power of an Xbox One and enabling developers to leverage 12 teraflops of GPU graphics processing unit performance. Twice that of the Xbox One X and more than eight times the original Xbox One. Xbox Series X delivers a true generational leap in processing and graphical power, with cutting-edge technologies resulting in higher frame rates, larger and more... Crash, help me with this word. More sophisticated. Thank you very much. Game worlds and an immersive experience unlike anything seen in console gaming. I feel like we'll break it down uh, point by point here, and then we'll go from there, so it's just not me reading at you, and we can actually have a discussion about this. Does this right. mean anything to you? Again, we got a question a little bit later on, and it's from uh, Stead, and he breaks down everything for us. Um, yeah. So I'll read that as well, but in his... And when I read it, we'll go for it again, but he's like, he doesn't know if I'm taking the mick when I say I don't understand, like... The, I don't understand what AMD is N2 and NDNA2 architecture is and 12 teraflops and the GPU. No, I actually don't. It's not... I am not a tech guy. I enjoy having the best tech, but I, I majority play console games because of that reason of like, I don't need to stay up to date with the newest graphics card, the newest processor, the newest... Um, I don't know what else goes into these things. SSD drive, whatever it is, you yeah. know what I mean? Newest RAM, like, that's just not me. So, no, I generally don't know. I did watch um, oh, Digital Foundry's video about this. So, I have a little bit more of an understanding, but still not enough to, I would say, to talk about on a podcast to you guys listening, and it make coherent sense. So, right. I'd rather not do that. That's just, I, if you want that information, I think you should go check out Digital Foundry's video. They break everything down that we're speaking about in a much more technical term and what what an N, the R2, uh, sorry, the RDNA2 architecture, they break that down and what that actually is. And they have graphics. And if you're into the, those details, go listen to that. If you just want a surface level conversation about, what we think of these new things stay tuned to this the rest of this episode you're not really a a uh components guy either right like you know you know more than what i know i'd definitely yeah, say that i'm still not like up to date yeah so with it all 12 teraflops that's the easy part for us to start with i think um yeah because a and d's processor all i know is the 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 r2 n a is brand new it's something that's not even in pcs yet they've yeah. So there's that, and the same with 12 teraflops. Apparently, 12 teraflops is new for PCs as well, or something. Um, Digital Foundry were saying. Again, I don't know the full details, um, so I'm not going to try to explain anything. <laughs> what was it? I, 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 um, I saw somebody tweeting out that back, I think it was the 1980s, they had a PC with 11.1 uh, teraflops or 11.9 teraflops or something like that, and it cost like $100 million. Oh, okay. <laughs> So we're at yeah. that point now. <laughs> yeah. So that was a little a little funny thing. Um, yeah, I don't really know about the RDNA 2. Um, 12 teraflops is nice, but it's another one of those things where it's like, more teraflops, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like it, I feel like we're at a point where I... 
it's the 12 terafault thing's obviously a meme at this point right it's like but i do think yeah. it's the easiest way to explain to new new people like myself who don't understand um the full details like 12 is better than six and six is better than that and yeah. the, the, like if you give me a number and then the teraflop things is just like whatever it's like okay it's, it does this much better than the xbox one original and it does this much better than the xbox one x it's like okay cool you've yeah. broken it down and in a perfect way it's also not just microsoft using it now because stadia had it as well where stadia had 10.9 or whatever it was yeah and now microsoft is doubling down because they started this with the uh one x right yes yeah so yeah. yeah yeah so obviously it's it's more powerful than the one x um all this means to what we know is it's just gonna it's going to help frame rate it's going to help resolution it's going to help gaming gaming worlds become more realistic and things of that nature right yeah it has more power basically cool Behind move it, yeah. moving on variable rate shading vrs our patterned form of VRS empowers developers to more effectively utilize the power of the series, Xbox Series X. Rather than spending GPU cycles uniformly, un, uniformly to every single pixel on screen, they can prioritize individual efforts on the specific game characters or important environment objects. This technique results in a more stable frame rate. Frame rate sorry. So again, from what I understand, um it's giving developers more tools um to again i'm trying to go off of what i've heard now and what i understand so from what i understand it's it gives developers more tools to make things look better in better areas so say your the screen when you're on so you're facing a certain area right yeah and it's something off to like the far left they can make that resolution. I, again, I'm talking out my ass. I'm not a game dev. I don't. I'm not. Again, I really need to. I really want to um, make sure this is. You understand this. I am not the guy to talk about this stuff. So I'm doing the best of my ability. So right. from the best of my. Sorry, I missed a part here, which is um, stable frame rates and higher resolution with no impact on the file qual- image quality. So from what I understand is. If something's out on the far left, they can actually not make that look the best, but they can make whatever's in the far right, if it's more in camera shot, look yeah. the best. And that's how the variable rates work in shading. Yeah. From what I understand. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this isn't like something new. I think this is new for the Xbox and them having their own system is really cool. Yes. Um, I don't know how this will affect third parties because i don't know if they'll opt into this this well, is something that they have we'll get to, to that we'll get to that we'll get to that at the end we'll get to that at the end okay um next up which is hard hardware accelerated direct x ray tracing you can expect more dynamic and realistic environments powered by hardware accelerated direct x ray tracing a first for con- console gaming this means the true to life light in accurate reflections and realistic acoustic in real time as you explore the game world immersive in an instant the next the next console generation will define will be defined by playing and waiting less oh, okay we'll get onto that part that's for the ssd um so obviously i feel like most people who have listened to this have heard about if you're if you listen to an xbox podcast you probably listen to many other podcasts right and you're probably you're in tune with with gaming you're in tune with the the culture right I'm not someone who understands what ray tracing is, but I've seen ray tracing. And the best example I've seen is on Minecraft. 
Yeah. It makes Minecraft not look like a bad game. Well, it makes Minecraft look ridiculously amazing, right? And yeah. to play in that world is... It's something that I've always wanted. Don't get me wrong. I can do it. Don't get me wrong. I could, I could definitely do it on my PC. But if there's going to be tools in place that they can do it on Xbox and it's going to be easy as downloading a, uh, a texture patch or a pack or something, um, that's going to be game-changing for me. Do you think that it would just be a texture pack? No. Yeah. No, uh, no, no. That's what I, was I don't think like that, that, but if it could be that. <laughs> right. Okay, okay. I, I was just. Curious. No, no, because no. I think there's. I, I do think there is one on PC, the, a texture pack you can download, which makes it like ray tracing, which is. It's not as good as ray tracing, but it's very, very close. So yeah. even if we got something like that, it would be pretty cool. But no, I don't okay. think it's going to be a texture pack sort of thing. No. All right. Okay. I, this is definitely grand up. This is. This is. <sighs> This is the next level of gaming. We're not seeing it's not resolutions anymore. You know what I mean? Like okay. the jump the jump from from 1080p to 4K is big. It is big once once you see it and you see it on a consistent base. It, it is it's really cool, it's really nice. But it's not that jump from 720 to 1080 or even uh 4 460? What's the next? 480. 480. 480 yeah. 480 to to 1080e. Like it's not that much of a jump where ray tracing is but it's in different again from what i understand and from what i've seen it's in different elements it's like reflections in water and it's lighting it's the way the light like the sun will bounce off a wall it's stuff like that from from my understanding which makes the whole experience that much more immersive that much more beautiful that much more and again i feel like as gamers and as basic bitches which i am definitely um and Chris is like, yes, yes, you are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I was kind of agreeing. Now that you mention it, um, for me, it's like, oh, okay. I I always go up frame rate resolution, frame rate resolution. If it's not, I need 4K resolution and I need 120 frames. Let's say, yeah. It's like, oh no, there's actually a lot more that goes into it than just frame rate and resolution. It is stuff like DirectX and ray tracing and stuff like that. So yeah, we're about to also, see that. Like, Lighting is one of the things that like really pull you out of an immersive experience. Like bad lighting, um, it sort of makes something look faker. Whereas if something has good lighting, it pulls you into that world more. I feel like I feel like Gears of War done a great job with its lighting this this gen, yeah. this gen round, right? Gears Four. I feel like that's why most people thought it was the most beautiful game of this generation, right? Because of that, op- especially that opening scene. I remember as you go down, I believe it's like a vine or something. I can't. I can't remember the exact moment. It might not be. A, it might just be a helicopter rope. But as you're yeah. going into the uh, like the area that you're going into, it's the way the light bounces in, and it just looks magical. So yeah. it it adds a completely different layer that you don't necessarily need for that to be a game, but it is something you notice and draws you in more. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Uh, moving on, the next console generation will be defined by more more playing and less waiting. And when play begins, we know many gamers demand ultra-low latency to be as immersed and as precise as possible. To this end, the team analysed every step between player and game, from controller to, con- uh, to console display, and asked how we can make it faster. Here we go. The uh, first paragraph here is a uh, bullet point, I should say, sorry. SSD storage. With our next generation SSD, nearly every aspect of playing games is improved. Game worlds are larger, more dynamic, and load in a flash. And fast travel is just that, fast. So, obviously, this is one that Sony, I think, 
when I think of SSD and I think of fast fast load times, I actually think Sony at the moment because they've showed it off perfectly with Spider-Man. Yeah. I feel like that was the, the moment of making me a believer in like ultra-realistic, super-fast load times. Like, obviously, I've not got an SSD. I do have an SSD, actually, on my PC, um, but I don't use it. And not for not for the things I should use it for, let me just say that. Um, for opening applications and stuff. And I, I think I've noticed it more when I use somebody else's PC now. Where I'm like, why is your PC so slow? It's like, it's not. I'm like, oh, my PC's just that much faster. So yeah. I feel like that's what we're now going to find with games, where it's like... I, I've said time and time again, right, that I'm waiting for a reason for to, to, to sell me on a Series X, right? Like, I've been very vocal on, why do I need this? Why, why am I buying this? Why do I need this? Especially with the case of them, like, all games are going to play across the Xbox platform and blah, 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 blah. You've heard me talk about it before if you listen to this podcast. You know my stance on it. It's finally getting to a point where I'm like, okay, you're explaining why I need this. It's because I don't want to be the guy waiting in a lobby while everybody else is already in the game. Like, it's not a fun experience it's, it's, have you played PUBG on you, PC with this. It's not a fun experience. I was just about to say that. It's, it, but it's the same with playing PUBG across the Xbox One X to the uh, yeah. or PC or whatever it is. It's like, no, you don't want to be the guy that's left behind. And not that I think that's like the one driving force behind me buying it because I've got to buy it for work anyway. But it is an interesting one where I'm like, okay, yeah, now you're finally giving me reasons. So yeah, obviously, I think the SSD storage is one that explains itself pretty easily it's it's load loads faster um allows for more space my biggest yeah. worry is upgrading an ssd is going to cost it's expensive that's that is literally my point and then if you get externals can you use like a non-ssd and then will it run slower it's gonna run slower 1000 yeah. percent. i feel like i was just thinking about it in bed when i was watching the uh, digital foundry um video where i was like huh I've just bought two. Four, I didn't buy two, but I've had. I've got two four terabyte hard drives for the Xbox One X's that we have. Me and Haley, right? Am I now going to be playing the game of moving games, where it's like, okay, I don't mind having all these games installed, but it's going to be a case of, oh, I'm playing. I don't know. I'm playing Fortnite right now, so I want that on the SSD all all the time until something else comes out, and then I'm playing Division all the time, so I'm going to move. That from this, the other hard drive to the SSD and move this game out. Is that how I'm going to be doing things? Because I believe we're only getting one terabyte in these consoles of SSD. Yeah. And it's like, one terabyte sounds like a lot, but as anybody who has an Xbox knows, one terabyte is not a lot of space when GTA is 100 and something gig and Witch is 100 and something gig. And it, like, you're like, you've got four games and you're like, uh, I'm running out of space here. So Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I'm also curious, uh, it, when, because we'll assume that Microsoft's going to release their own hard drives, right? Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, of course. They did it with the, with the externals, um, normal hard drives. So they'll definitely do it with an SSD. I think they've got an SSD already. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, I'm pretty sure they actually already have an Xbox branded SSD, um, available that you can buy, which again, I think the only reason why I haven't got it, which like most things this is just extremely expensive looks very nice i'm pretty sure it's black sleek um and if they if it's it not is. they've got one right yeah i thought it's so. hundred dollars yeah, yeah it's, it's not cheap okay. but it's hundred dollars for how much it's not for a terabyte right um i'm checking right now 500 gigabytes yeah see so that's yeah, 200 that's, that's 200 dollars for 
a terabyte hard drive. Just that's a ter. I bought a four terabyte external for eighty pounds. Like what, I don't know. Yeah. But which don't get me wrong, I understand it's not SSD, but that was like the payoff for me. I was like, I'll take four terabytes over speed. Which now thinking about it, I did it wrong. I should have bought the SSD because that would have been future proofing. But again, you don't know, yeah. you don't think about it. So yeah, so yeah. it's gonna be interesting. For sure. Uh, next one, which is quick resume, which is the new feature that a lot of people are talking about. Uh, the new uh, quick resume feature lets you continue multiple games from a suspended state almost instantly, returning you to where you were and what you were doing without waiting through long load screens. Crash totally just messed me up there. We're in Google Docs and he highlighted the whole thing, and I'm like, oh god, what the hell has <laughs> happened? <laughs> I can see it when I do it in Google Docs. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all good. I'm messing with um, Yeah, So this, this quick resume is, is pretty much what the Xbox One currently has, but should actually work. It's what the Xbox currently has, but with multiple games. Well, like no. The, Xbox. the reason I say the Xbox One currently has, but it actually works, is if you ever try to use it on the Xbox One. It works for me all the time. Not Mine doesn't. Hardly ever. Oh, mine's always works. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I have nine times out of ten, like especially with Fortnite, especially if I load back into a Fort into Fortnite, my game crashes and makes me restart my whole game. That's an issue with multiplayer games. Yep. I found a lot because you disconnect the, from, from the, the server. It's the server. So I, I think this will still be an issue for games like that unless they change how they work that back end with it. Okay. So you think so? This is. So you can currently do this with single player games, let's say, right, without any yeah. trouble. But now you'll be able to do it against a, across multiple games. Yeah. I don't see that... myself using it that much, honestly, unless it just unless it is as easy as click out, click in, click out, click in, yeah. click out, click in, and then I go back to the next game. I'm like, oh, thank you, I'm just there, perfect. Unless it's that easy, and yeah. I I don't know that it's not gonna be, but I don't know it's gonna be. I don't see right. myself using it if it's more a case of like having to, have to if I have to think about it more yeah you're not gonna use it yeah I I hope that's how it is but I'm looking I'm down for this because I was playing what was it I forgot what I was playing the other day but I ended up switching to Apex to play with Ben mm. and I shut out I shut down the game and I was in the middle of a level so I didn't get there was no save point so I just kind of lost all the progress I had up till that point. So having this, that wouldn't have happened. So that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I've had it but with like GTA you said, If I have to actively think about it, yeah, I don't know if I'd necessarily yeah, do no, it. Yeah, that's that's my thing. I hope I hope it is just a case of I'm playing GTA Story Mode, and you go fix. You want to play Apex? Yep, cool. Switch over, bang, and then I don't. Even, I want to be able to not think about it. I want to be able to turn my Xbox off. I want to be able to go away, yeah. come back, turn it back on. I go, oh, I want to play more GTA. I click it, and boop. Oh, I'm back where I was. That's it needs to be that simple. I also wonder there'll be a limit. I wonder what the limit the limit will be. I don't think it'll be like as many games as four. Yeah, well, this is gonna take up space on the SSD, right? Because it'll be holding yeah, holding like it'd be like a save state. Yeah. So it's gonna I was be about to say, like, it'd be running slower the more you have mm. as well. Yeah. So. so is it gonna be like a PC where you gotta to remember to shut down certain components because this the yeah. SSD is now running slow, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Lots and lots of questions. Lots and lots of questions. 
Next one is dynamic latency, uh, input DLI. We're optimizing latency in the player uh, to console pipeline, starting with our Xbox uh, controller, which leverages our higher bandwidth uh, properties. Wireless communication protocol when connected to console with dynamic latency input DLI. A new feature which synchronizes input immediately with what is displayed. Controls are even more precise and responsive. So, from again, my understanding is the new controller is going to be more responsive than the old controllers. Simple, that's pretty simple. It's just they're trying to reduce the latency from when I click A to when my, my player jumps. Yeah. Which. <laughs> a part of me is a bit worried by this. <laughs> because I just. What about if I just bought a, a brand new Elite 2 controller? <laughs> Is this going to be an update? Like, can you update my controllers so they... I wouldn't have thought so, right? That's not an update. That's going to be something but, built in. Yeah. But is this something that's part of the controller or part of the console? Because it could be console side. That's a really good point. I didn't think... We're optimizing... like, this doesn't really explain too much how they do it. We're optimizing so... latency in the player to console pipeline. Starting with our Xbox wireless controller. You're right, yeah, it doesn't... With our Xbox wireless controller, doesn't necessarily mean that it's in the controller. It could totally be in the console. It doesn't say, it doesn't say with our new Xbox wireless controller, you know? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I don't know, this, this'll be a wait and see. It'll also be a wait and see to actually see if you if notice actually a notices. But to be honest with you, they could improve it by literally 0.01, and that would matter. Like, oh, any latency that is... is is reduced from a player to um, what they see on screen is amazing at this point because it's near perfect. So anything they can do with that is is pretty amazing. Uh, moving on, HDMI uh, 2.1 innovation. We're partnered with the HDMI form forum and TV manufacturers to enable the best gaming experience through features such as auto low latency mode ALLM and variable re uh, refresh rate VRR. Uh, ALLM allows Xbox One and Xbox Series X to automatically set the connection connected display to the lowest latency mode. VRR synchronizes the display refresh rate to the game frame the game's frame rate, maintaining smooth visuals without tearing, ensuring minimal lag and the most responsive gaming experience. This is big. This is important because as someone who owns a 4K TV, um, I love it when I plug in my Xbox. And it turns on the HDMR, HDR mode for me. I hate. Right. I used to hate the fact that I was like, oh no, I'm going to have to remember to turn that on every time I play a game. No, it literally, it turns that on with this. It's going to then, it's going to do that. Plus it's going to put it in low latency mode. Plus it's going to put it on the, um, the re if you've got a TV that has uh, multiple refresh uh, rates. Again, all this stuff, I'm all learning. I'm learning all this. It's all new to me. As a guy who used to just have like a 1080p display TV and that was it. Like, and not the, I mean like a, t a tiny 1080p TV which I used to game off of. Like, it's interesting where we're, where we're at now. And it's good that it's just happening on the fly. So I'm happy the, that they've taken that into consideration. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, This is kind of some stuff that they, they've kind of already had. Mm -hmm. Where like consoles would tell what type of tv you're using yeah they could adjust the settings on the tv and stuff so this is just taking that further yeah in like a really good way for the 
end user. 100%. It's just, again, it's making it that much easier, right? Between when you turn on the box to get in the best quality without there being a, hey, this isn't working, I've got to look this up. Oh, this ain't working, I've got to look that up. Like, I remember... Go settings, and you got to tune it into this, depending on what monitor you have, find yeah. out what monitor you have, find no, exactly. out what rate it has. Exactly. So it's, it's good that we're getting to that point where it's, it's just sort of done. Um, next one and last uh, bullet point of this section is 120 frames per second support with support for up to 120 FPS. Xbox Series X allows developers to exceed standard 60 FPS uh, output in favor of higher realistic or fast paced action. This is this is something. It's it is yeah exactly. It's not. <laughs> there's nothing more to really break down here. Higher frame rates is something that, as long as it suits the game, works perfectly. And it's something that I'm glad that the next set of Xbox, um, Xbox consoles are going to support. Obviously, yeah. no one wants to be stuck at sixty. No one wants to be stuck. Um, I think I'm learning more now. For me, we're like. I would love to be a Resident Evil speedrunner. Like that's something that I've 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 looked into, right? And then learning that oh, I can I can't do what certain PCs can do because I need my game to go up to 120 FPS. It's like, yeah. is that gonna be there for me? Maybe not. But there's an option for it. I can't now. I can't blame the Xbox for not being able to do it now. I have to blame the developers for not allowing um, uncapped oh. frame rates and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh. Um... In some cases, it could still be a limitation on Xbox because there it says 120 frames per second support. Mm-hmm. And we don't know if that's like the maximum, if that's like as high as it can get. That is, that, that'll frames. be the max. So then there will be games where there's too much going on in the game that oh, they no. probably I, be able to meet the. I totally okay. understand. That's, yeah, no, I totally get that. What I mean is the console is capable of doing 120 frames. Where, like, yeah. I can't, like, right now, I can't, like, shout at Capcom because Resident Evil. Uh, remake 2 doesn't do 120 like it does on pc i can't have yeah, a go at them okay. because there's no there's no i can't it doesn't do it at least now we're going to have a console that does it and again back to the conversation which i'm sure there'll be a question about is am i interested now i'm getting to a point where i'm like yes now i do want this if it's going to be out of the box and just work cool i think the uh, thing to remember though which is something that i feel like we're forgetting which I feel like a lot of gamers are forgetting. We keep buying these new consoles and stuff, and they can do all this new stuff, and it's perfect. You still need displays that can do this stuff. Yes. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Like, but I do think it's something that a lot of casual... I don't think casuals is the right word, but a lot of people are forgetting. Like, yeah. you need a display that can do the things that oh, if you, there's no point it supports 8k when no one's got an 8k tv it supports 120 frames if your tv can't do 120 fps then what the hell like i know my monitors currently couldn't yeah like no um a lot of people get really hyped about um 4k mm. they still don't have a 4k tv or a yeah. monitor but they're like oh my next console is gonna have 4k yeah no so, exactly yeah. Uh, the next generation um, of game capability, uh, cap- sorry, capability. The benefits of the next console generation extend, extended, extended in every direction, uh, bringing greater visual fidelity and improved load times to ensure your gaming experience latency. In addition to new games, we're continuing our commitment to uh, to capability with Xbox Series X and investing in technology that makes games. That makes games ownership easier across generations. First bullet point. 
Four generations of gaming, our commitment to the capability means existing Xbox One games, including backwards compatible 360 and original Xbox games, look and play better than uh, better than ever before. Your favourite games, including titles in the Xbox Game Pass, benefit from slender frame rates, faster load times, and improved revol- uh, resolutions and visual fidelity, all with no game developer work required. Your Xbox One gaming accessories also come along, uh, come forward with you. This is huge. I know. Yeah. For me, this isn't huge, but I know this is huge from a big from other point, people's point of view. People that are historians, people that are uh, people that like to fill in those gaps in their their video game library and their knowledge. Like if you're someone who's never played Final Fantasy, let's say, or stuff like that, when that game, if that ever came up, obviously Final Fantasy is a bad example because that's not on Xbox. Um, I'm trying to think of an OG Xbox game that we could. Uh, um, Knights of the Old Republic, perfect. Like yeah. that's that's one that I can think of. Um, like you can play that game now. And it will look dramatically better. It will load dramatically faster. It and and the big part here is the fact that the developers didn't have to do anything to that. Is that Microsoft yeah. have have built the technology there that they now can upres frame rates, resolution, load times, everything, visual fidelity, and they can just put it out. It's like, well, why not make extra money on your game? Oh, we don't want to do that. It doesn't look as good. Oh, well, actually bring it over and you can make more money off of your old titles and it will look just as good and load just as well and play the way people will remember it and i, I think that's kind of cool yeah no oh uh, yeah I think the... <laughs> no yeah yeah uh, no. <laughs> i don't think there's much more to add i think the accessories going forward as well is dope um no need to buy new controllers no uh, apart from the one that comes with it. kit will work yeah uh your hard drives that you got won't be the fastest but they'll work yeah i feel like that's where we're coming to now though right it's like you can use that old controller but is it as good as this new controller you can use your old hard drive has less delay is... but... <laughs> you can use uh, your new hard drive but does it look as good as this hard drive like it's it, it's we're getting to that point now which is really interesting yeah and uh, next up smart delivery this technology empowers uh, you to buy a game once and own that whether you are playing on xbox one xbox series x you are getting the right version of that game on whatever xbox you're playing on we're making the commitment to use smart delivery on all our ex- <laughs> sorry we're making the commitment to use smart delivery on all our exclusive xbox game studio titles including halo infinite ensuring you have you only have to purchase a title once in order to play the best available version for whatever console you play on this technology is available for all developers and publishers and they can choose to use it for your titles that will be released on xbox one first and come to xbox one x uh, series x sorry later obviously we've got a story a little bit later on which we'll speak about which will allow that to breathe there we'll just talk about this for now this is obviously huge in the fact of this is part of this is part of what my problem was with the the, the consoles where I was worried I, I, was we going to get double charged on certain games was we going to get double charged I never thought Xbox would double charge us I'll be honest that yeah. was never my scare 
especially with Game Pass and things like that. I generally, I always believed that this was going to be a thing. I didn't know how they were going to market. I didn't know how they were going to deliver it. Smart delivery. I like the, I like the name. I like the wording. It, it gives you that, that edge over your competitor and now puts the ball in their court because yeah. we have this system. Are you going to do it, PlayStation? Are you going to do it, Nintendo? And Nintendo, I'll, I'll, Sony, I think, will. But Nintendo are the ones where I'm like, you are notoriously known for selling us the same game Nintendo a thousand times. Nintendo won't do it, I know. But yeah. but now we can start asking those questions, right? It's like, yeah. you're start, you are starting to take the mickey out of us as consumers. You are. like yeah. I know people no, that have absolutely. bought Zelda so many times or Mario or whatever it is, like... I feel like they're getting better because they've got their their um what's their 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 they're not it's not Game Pass their old their old system what's that called um, yeah if you have the online I forget what it's called um Nintendo that, Vault or something like yeah that. whatever it's called like they they're getting better because of that so it's they still they give a little bit of like oh okay all right fine you just yeah, pay yeah, you just pay us a monthly subscription or like you just pay us the year we won't charge you for for the same Mario game you've bought ten thousand times already all right but yeah I do think this is good. And uh, we'll talk about it a bit more in a little bit, all right? Next up, game, Xbox Game Pass. Unless you had anything to add there, Gresh. I just feel like I feel like we could go into more detail. Well, on yeah, what I wanted on. to add, we yeah. can talk about later. Cool. Yeah. Xbox Game Pass, in addition to games uh, from across four generations of console, our leading game subscription service, Xbox Game Pass, will continue to our first-party games, like Halo Infinite, included at launch. We look forward to a million... We look forward to millions of you expanding, experiencing uh, the Xbox Game Pass portfolio and immersing yourself in a deep library of high-quality games, playing those you love now and also discover your next great adventure. So, Game Pass is still coming. We kind of assumed that, but yeah. There's there's one word in there that I like. Millions. Mm. Millions, yeah? Is that... They have millions of users. That confirms millions of users, you think? I've... The way it reads, I think that's their purpose of putting the word there, because that's like a... Nah. We look forward to millions of you experience the Xbox I, Game Pass. I feel like that's them foreshadowing, right? Of like, we're going to hit millions. We're not there yet. So they got a million, is what you're saying. That's what they got. No, I don't think it even confirms that. Uh, I like your reporting, though, Crash. I like I, what you're doing here. You're out here, like, Sherlock Holmes with a magnifying glass. Like, hmm. Hmm, look, let me see got this. Until they deny it, Microsoft has 10 million oh Xbox my God, Game Pass users. My Xbox and me does not confirm that. We do not. We yep, do not yep. endorse Zyga, that. Zyga, write up an article. <laughs> Zyga, good on it. Um, and the last few bits here. Uh, a generation with players at, cent- at the center. Xbox Series X is our fastest, most powerful console ever. Designed for a console generation that has you at its center. This means a high-fidelity gaming experience enclosed in a quiet and bold design, with the ability to discover thousands of games across four generations, all with more playing and less waiting. Whether it's empowering amazing creators at our 15 Xbox Game Studios, fueling game discovery with Xbox Game Pass, or expanding what, what and where you can play with Project XCloud, Team Xbox stands for fictionless pathway between players, Oh, sorry, yeah. A frictionless pathway. I felt like friction... Yeah, I, I kind of messed that up. My apologies. Uh, frictionless pathway between players and the best experience. Uh, best best experiences our remarkable art form has to offer. Xbox Series X represents that same commitment for the players who want immediate immersion in games that also look and feel better than ever. 
We can't wait to share more details about the new Xbox with you in the coming months. All from the big dog himself, head of Xbox, Phil Spencer. Crash. What does that... Yep. Uh, just before we go into... We've got more questions. We've got more yeah. more to break down. Don't get me wrong. What does that statement do for you? Because I'll be honest, it did get me hyped. It got me happy. It got me excited. It got me ready. More for the next gen. It, it, yeah, what does it do for you? Honestly, it doesn't do much for me. Because, like, a lot of stuff that they, like, sort of go into more detail on, like, I expected some form of it. Because mm-hmm. there was either leaks or Sony was doing something similar. So you have to think Microsoft's in a similar mind space with those as well. Yeah. Not that they were guaranteed them being, like, confirmed now. It's really nice. But I don't think it heightens my hype anymore for the new console. Yeah, for me, it's just it's nice hearing it from the horse's mouth. If I'm honest, yeah. it, you know, when you hear it from Windows Central, and don't get me wrong, they're great reporters, and I didn't not believe it, hence why I read it out on the show. Like, I wouldn't have reported it on this show if I didn't believe it. Um, but a part of me is just that much more excited now, because it's like, okay, we know what we're getting. We're, we're getting this, we're getting this, we're getting this, we're getting this. I am ready to see that dashboard, though. That's where I'm at. I'm like, I need to see that dashboard. I want to see um, what sort of... of what and games obviously but for me it's like and matt pisser tweeted this out he's like an industry um what does he do like he like breaks down the industry sort of thing and uh he was like power content and the other way around it was like content power it's like and what he was trying to say is like it's all well and good having 12 teraflops it's all really good having a custom rdna2 and a zen 2 processor but without brilliant first party games this means nothing and i do i do kind of agree with him like especially i've been doing this podcast now over five years like and i started the podcast at the worst time to start an xbox podcast like if you want to think about it really it we were just coming off of the worst e3 xbox i've ever done with tv 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 sports 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 tv 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 halo tv 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 like like yeah now i'm we're at this point where i'm like okay 15 studios and we know what some of them are doing but there's some we don't know are we gonna get that level of polish love care that we expect next gen yeah um i don't know like that's a good question because like microsoft could be going at this like we don't need that level of polish. I know. We got it on Game Pass. We're trying to get the outreach. So getting more stuff out there that's good and fun and enjoyable and by no means bad, but isn't that that level of quality. Maybe they, they, they go back on that where they have one or two titles, but would that be enough to carry them? No. Yeah. I'm I'm I am getting to that point now where I want triple A experiences. And I want story-driven games. And I want... That's what I want. My time... My time as I get older as a gamer, I'm getting... It's more precious. So much more precious. And I need story. And I want unique story. I want stuff I've never seen before. And don't get me wrong. I do think we're getting that with Ninja Fury. I do generally believe we're going to get that. But I want it on a big scale. You know? And... I'm I'm wondering, I'm like, I'm so 
interested this E3. This E3 is going to to really show us what we're going to get now, really. Like, I'm expecting to see what Playground's up to. And the initiative. And Double Fine's new game, if they've got one in the works, which you'd assume they do. Um, yeah. And not that I'm expecting Double Fine to be coming out with, like, a Horizon Zero Dawn type game, like, sort of thing. But I want to see what I'm invested in. But I want to see what I'm invested in. That's that's where I'm at, I think. Do you think you get that many reveals? I don't think they've got a choice. I think if you're going to... Because I think... Why did they lose last gen? Bad marketing and no exclusives that, that force people to... I'm not even talking about saying systems, just no exclusives that force people to play. So Sunset Overdrive was a fantastic exclusive, in my opinion. Yeah. But it was it was in with such a bad marketing time with Xbox. Xbox have people listening now. And yeah. I think that's the most important thing. I don't think Sony Sony gamers like who are majority, so not not they don't want both. Like they need a reason to appeal to the the Xbox fans, obviously. Which don't get me wrong, they have that with Halo, they have that with Gears, they have that with some of their 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 centric um, exclusives. But I do think it's a case of convince the PC players of why they need to buy a Game Pass or why they need to buy these games off the Microsoft Store or Steam or wherever it is they're going to put them. Like, I'm not worried about it being exclusive in terms of I'm fine with it being a console exclusive. I think we're over that now. I think there was a bad yeah. period where we wasn't over that. Where it was like, well, it's not really an exclusive, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, no, it's not really exclusive. But do you want to play this on your phone? Because if you play it on your phone, it's technically not an exclusive to, to the Xbox platform, technically. Yeah. I, don't, I, think, um. I think we're over that, you know what I mean? But I do think they need something. Even what was the... Um, it wasn't very good at the end. But what was the exclusive that came out for Sony? Uh, the New Order. New Order. Uh, 1886. Yeah. I want something like that. Like, I generally do. Like, not... not I hope it's better than that, don't get me wrong, because I, right. I didn't hate that game, but I didn't love it. Like... Yeah. It, it's so like a game it, that shows promise like that, right? Is graphical fidelity, story-driven, single-player. Story like, don't get me wrong, you're, you're not going to... Yeah. Because that missed, like, quite a few marks, yeah. Yeah, it did, it did. It definitely did, but it, it had promise. Like, I, if, I saw, if I saw PlayStation announce a number two, I'd definitely try it. Because yeah, it had that I much promise that I yeah. was like, oh, okay, I see what you're trying to do. Don't get me wrong, it was definitely partly a tech demo as well. Like, look how pretty our games can be. I still think that yeah. game's up there for, what, one of the best-looking games. Oh, it looks amazing. This generation. Yeah, so, yeah, we're, we're at an interesting time, man. Very, very, very interesting time. And I'll, I'll be interested to see where we go from here. Yeah. Okay, let's get into Fixer's Sack real quick. Um, I'm going to skip over some of this, uh, but this one says, Hi, Fixer, and uh, probably Crash. Not always Crash, not probably. Uh, unless he's sick or something. I'm never quite sure if <laughs> if when you say you don't get spec size, you're playing a part or, uh, or not. So feel free to bin this, but here's a breakdown of the specs. 12 teraflops, lots of power uh, of the sort uh, needed to render 3D graphics. Custom RDNA2 and the Zen 2 processor. Basically, basically the least as yet unreleased on PC architecture. That's what I said. Latest. Uh, sorry, thank you. Uh, latest, sorry. Uh, as yet released architecture, uh, PC architecture, that doesn't really mean much. It's just a name. Variable frame rates, instead of we already know that one, uh, already know that one. Uh, quick resume, already know that. Most of this I already know, so we'll read this last bit. 
I'm grouping these together as they are all aspects of the same thing. Basically, HDMI. Okay, this is most of the stuff. I think we broke it down perfectly then. Thank you, Lostead. Yeah. I appreciate it. I think I did a good enough job. You can let me know next week on next week's episode if I did bad or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, next email came in, which was, with the recent announcement from Microsoft that your Xbox One games can be upgraded to Series X version for free, do you think Sony will be forced to take a similar approach from Moody? I don't think Sony are forced to do anything because they're in the lead. Yeah. Um, I don't I, think I don't I personally don't think this is a Sony thing. I think this is a third party thing. Yeah. Um yeah, this is also like weird because Microsoft's messaging with the new console and Sony's messaging with the new console are different. Yes. Microsoft's messaging is like it's all one ecosystem and the new Xbox is the same as the Xbox One S and it's the same as the Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. So you can buy halo infinite on the xbox one s you'll just get a free upgrade for the series x if you ever go for that right yeah sony's is the ps5 is a brand new console it is its own thing that doesn't necessarily exist it's in the same sony ecosystem but it's not really the same it's not connected between the two right yeah i'll I'll be super interested to know where they fall down on it sony I, I don't think they the, just the, the sheer, the, the first story we're going to talk about very soon will we'll explain that a bit more, but I don't think Sony are forced to do anything at this point. I think you're forced to do things when you're losing. You're forced to do things when when you're not making money. You're forced to do things, that's, and that's in all, all realms of life. That's not, when you have money and you're the industry lead and you have great games and you have, I would say, of the five most anticipated games this year, you have two of them also like that's when you're you're doing all right you know what i mean like last of us 2 is coming most yeah. people most people are playing last of us 2 most people that are most people that are into the into the gaming industry they know what last of us is right yeah most people played horizon and agreed that was a fantastic game most people played god of war and know that's a fantastic game so when you're in that position i don't really feel like you're you're pushed to do anything i think if anything this is a third party from where it's like are ubisoft gonna i don't think it even matters for old games honestly because of backwards compatible being a thing sony's got backwards compatible with ps4 we know that yeah just as xbox has it with xbox one x so i don't think ubisoft are going to be coming and going back and like remastering steep and being like yeah. uh like oh and now you get it free if you own it it's like no i yeah, feel like it's, it's definitely it's, not about those i things. feel like it's the games that are coming out now it's the it's the watchdogs it's the cyberpunks it's the um what else is coming out third party this shit marvel's avengers it's it's those games that i think they're gonna be like oh those are the games i'm more concerned about worrying about if they're gonna try and make us double dip i don't think any of them are going to i think it's gonna be a case of across the board it's gonna be hey you bought the new console don't worry we got you here's just you get it you get it it's not if I don't they even do see an upgraded as... version as well because not everybody will do an update for the series x i imagine see i disagree I feel like of the games I just mentioned, right? You, yeah. you can't see them not wanting Avengers on the new system. Avengers, sure. But and Watch Dogs, I could see them not doing Watch Dogs. Nah, unless, like, unless Watch Dogs does numbers, I don't think they necessarily have to do Watch Dogs. Interesting. Because like, I, I could think Watch Dogs does mediocre to mediocre, and they're just like, there's no point in us putting effort into upgrading this. But don't you think they've already done the job? Don't you think that's why it was delayed? I feel like it's already done. I don't think it... Excuse me. I don't think it's a case of... 
with doing the effort, I think it's a case of like just putting it on that store. Um, I don't know because that game's very ambitious in what it's trying to do. So I could see the delay not even being about that. Okay. I could see the delay just being like making the game work yeah. properly. Fair enough. And having other issues. So hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't... I, I definitely do think you'll see um a good number of third parties actually investing into this, especially if it is as easy as Microsoft's making it seem. Yeah. Uh, with bringing stuff forward and everything. So we'll see on that front. And we'll see once it happens, we should start hearing developers also talk about the uh, how it works as well. Yeah. Whether it's difficult or not. Totally agree. Um, we'll say that. So yeah. Uh, next one. With the announcement, uh, with the recent announcement in regards to the hardware backwards compatibility and games being upgraded. Sorry about my phone. Um, is this starting to give you a reason to buy the new console as of yet from Eldozo? I don't think the backwards compatibility stuff was the thing stopping me from buying a new console. Mine was, what does it do? Why am I buying it? What makes it better than my Xbox One X? That was always my question. Can it do more than my PC? And I feel like they've answered all of those questions for me personally, which is it's better than my Xbox One X by a mile. It's quicker than my Xbox One X. It's it, like those things are the things that I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm paying for it. Now for me, I'm like, what does the dashboard look like? What, what, um, I don't know what else they can really do for me, if I'm being honest with you. Cause I would have said, oh, what, what sort of mixer implant, implements have they got? But I'm not on mixer. So that doesn't really bother me either. It's like, what can really change? It's not not a lot. I, just, I hope it's sleek. I hope the design's super sleek on the dashboard because the console looks dope. So yeah. I hope they don't take se- 10 steps backwards like they did with the Xbox One where everything's in menus again and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. I, it'll be interesting with the dashboard to see when they come out with it, especially them talking about like all these consoles are connected. The yeah. Xbox One, the One X, is if they decide to go for a universal dashboard. I hope not. Or the Series X has its own dashboard. I could see them going both ways. Yeah, so could I. And I'm kind of leaning more on that they'll have one universal dashboard as opposed <sighs> to like separate dashboards. The only reason I'm not for that is because would that means generations are truly dead. For Microsoft, yeah. yeah. I, I think i think we can say like i i think i think you're right but i don't want to admit that <laughs> right okay like, i i feel like for me it's like if they do that and it's like it's going to become like an iphone obviously where you upgrade your console every year and it just doesn't feel different i got my iphone 11 yeah and yeah. don't get me wrong for the first three days it felt amazing after that it felt like the same phone that i've had for many years but a bit faster oh yeah and Absolutely. and unfortunately for better and worse that's that's what it is right and and i don't want that i want it to look dramatically different from my previous console like the original xbox but sorry the original xbox does to the xbox 360 don't get me wrong the up the the, the dashboard will change over time just like the xbox yeah. one to now where it's at i just want that to carry on i think that's something unique to gaming that's something unique to consoles it's something that does keep me from keeps me different from my pc where if that does become the case, that is actually a driving force for me. Like, maybe I do just move to PC then and have a PlayStation and a Switch. Because at that point, it's like, why am I buying this? Other than other than the fact of, like, it's faster and stuff like that. I get that. Don't get me wrong now. And they've actually said that now, so it's true. 
Yeah. It's like I might as well just keep upgrading my PC parts then, right? Because I can all just. Xbox games are gonna be on PC, so they're all gonna be there. Really no, yeah. do you know what I mean? They're all gonna game be there. there. It everything's there. Everything's there. It's like well, and I still love Xbox. Don't get me wrong, but it's like I don't want the dashboard to look the same. I want there to be a reason that I'm buying this, other than other than just components. I do want that aesthetic ecstatic wow every time i turn it on like i love turning on my xbox one it, it brings me joy when i turn it on and i see the dashboard and especially when i turn it off properly and it does the boot up screen and it does the it looks dope it, it looks dope but i do think that was something will be taken away from the console will be taken away from consoles if it does become universal like even sony i don't like i hate the playstation 5 dashboards i know you disagree with me on this um but I just think it's very boring. It's very samey. It's it looks the same. The Vita looks the same as the PS3. Look the same as the PS4. It looks very much the same to me. Important important addition at the end there. What to you? You don't think so? They are not the same. No, I didn't say they was the same. I didn't. They, you I said they look the same. They look. Do you not think they look? They're all just sort of the the universal scroll along. Maybe not the Vita, actually. Let me take the Vita out of that. Let me take the I Vita don't out remember of that. How the the Vita Vita's looks, bubbles. So. Vita's bubbles. So let me take that out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it just to me, it's, it's very samey. And it, that was part of the reason why I didn't like it as well. I've never liked their, their dashboard at all. Never. Like, it's just, just cross-media bar, boring, side-to-side. -side That's because you're an game. Xbox fanboy. One, I'm not a fanboy, but yes, and, I'm an uh, Xbox and... fan. And you instilled in Haley the hate of PlayStation. That's, that's not true. She does hate. She does hate really? PlayStation. Though. You sure that's not true? I mean, I didn't mean to. She just bought into the war. I didn't buy into the war. Yeah. She bought into it. You threw like a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, gas onto the onto the fire. No, like, hey man, all. look at this. Can we talk about this? Look at this. I might start conversation for a podcast, and then Haley's like, "Yeah, look at that the fire," and she just like. No. Starts adding more I might have given her a light down the whole house. That was about it. Yeah, but with no gas in it. All right, she had to go find the you gas. Definitely itself. gas. It had a little no, bit of gas, no gas, and then she lit the right object that was super flammable and <laughs> took the whole house on fire. Jesus. Um. Yeah, but that is it for the questions, Crush. Um. Yeah. Is it giving are you starting to get a reason to buy it? You was already in, right? Yeah, I'm already in. Yeah. So. Hmm. Let's get into what's been in our box, Crush. What have you been playing this week? Uh. Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's coming out with a new season that mm -hmm. adds uh, assist select for characters because you pick the teams and before every character had one assist. Yeah. Now it's even more like Marvel vs. Capcom Three, oh, where you okay. get to pick assist for characters, which makes more teams viable, which actually has me like really excited for the game right now. Um, other than that, nothing. Fair enough. Um, well, I've been playing a little game called Ori in the Blind Forest. And I started it. I get. It. Oh man! <laughs> no, no, I, I get. Okay. It. I get. It. It, it. It's beautiful. The opening scene is super powerful. Um, it's not my type of game. Is the problem? Like, I'm sure if I really forced myself to play it, I would enjoy it. It's. It's definitely. I can see why people love the game. Art style amazing. It. It looks brilliant and when it plays it plays really well as well from the the bit that i've played but i played about an hour maybe less than that and i was like i get no. what this is i don't 
think it's for me and it's not and it reminds me very much of when i played limbo and i was like i get what this is it's not for me and then i forced myself to play inside and i enjoyed inside i enjoyed inside but again i got where it was very early on it's just i'm not into those type of games and that's a shame because i understand it i understand why people love them i understand why people are excited for the new ori I, i get it but i'm just i'm just like yeah nah not for me not for me so i did play it though and because i feel like I, i'm i'm doing myself a disservice if i don't play these games at least like seeing them again yeah. it's not for me is one thing but actually now with game pass and stuff it's like well why can't i try out that why can't i try out uh wasteland remasters when that comes out like they're exclude they're, they're they're xbox owned ips i feel like as an xbox podcast I, I should do my due diligence to play them i'll play the new ori when it comes out and give it another try and maybe this will be the one that clicks with me but yeah no not for me not for me hmm. again that do you think you'll uh, try the new one yeah you know i'll definitely try the new one because again game pass and it's there it's like there's no reason not to try it and i feel like i i partly think it's part of the reason why i didn't enjoy this story where the expectations are so high that when i'm playing it i'm like i can see why the expectations are so high i can see where it's going but do i want to invest the i don't know five to ten hours into it to get there not really not really but i get it i totally get it if someone come up to me and said to me you're an idiot why are you not playing Ori in the Barbarous? I go, because I'm an idiot. You said it in the first place. I'm an idiot. I get it. I get why why you want me to play this. But right now, maybe it's just my mood and stuff like that. I'm just like, mm, not for me. Yeah. Okay. I also tried out the new Fortnite season, which is um, more Fortnite, obviously. As people keep telling me, all you do is play Fortnite. It's not true, but sure. Um, it's fun. Play Ori for it's... an hour and then it goes back to Fortnite. Nah, nah. I play Fortnite manager after that. Come on. Um... <laughs> yeah it's a lot of fun a lot a lot of fun um i like the new season i like the changes they brought back they put in jump pads back in again i'm not sure how i okay. feel about that um <laughs> they're good when i'm trying to escape but now people are just using them to attack all their time and i'm like oh man this is hard so yeah it's it's kind of fortnite's kind of a weird one where like mobility is nice as yeah. somebody who can't build yeah but then mobility is bad as yeah, somebody yeah. who can't build <laughs> So there's that. They took out. They took out a few things. They took out some stuff you're gonna like. Um, I can't remember where it was. They've taken that. What did you hate about the game? There's something you really disliked about Fortnite that they've actually taken building. out. <laughs> Not building. Other than building. <laughs> uh, I have no clue. No, nor can I. I can't think of it right now. Damn, that's frustrating. Uh, was it a weapon? No. Was it an item? It was something... I can't remember. I generally can't remember where it is now, but it was something that happened in the game that you didn't like, and they've got rid of it. Oh, traps. No traps? Yeah, they got rid of traps. Traps are gone. Oh, I'm back in. Yeah, Let's tra- go. Traps are gone. They're taking that traps out of the game, which... Good. Yeah, I'm very I'm very happy about that. Um, what else have they added? I'm trying to think what they added. Uh... I saw they added a bunch of old stuff. The, yeah. A lot of old stuff are back. You've got boxes now you can hide in and stuff. Like, don't, the... the the, the, the crux of what it is, though, I bought the Battle Pass because um, I had some stuff that I'd earned left over. It, there's this like this, this new thing where you, you can go to certain parts of the map and they've got like these secret hideouts where there's like NPCs around. Not NPCs. Enemies. Yeah, NPCs. Um, and they're trying to shoot you, but if you kill them, they can kill you. They've got decent names, some of them. Um, 
you kill them and then you can like unlock a secret chest that has like super weapons in it and stuff like it's cool and like there's music playing in the background it's like you're a 007 running around like it's that type of that type of music yeah and it's fun um, it's fun i saw some apex players mad at that chest why is that because apex has a vault that you have to get the vault key for so ah uh, so for, for they're like stole that. fortnite's just biting that they're just stealing everything from right, us yeah Oh, yeah. I'm just like, it's a game. Who cares? Get just keep it. playing. <laughs> Stop paying attention. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Fortnite's I, dead. So Fortnite's definitely not dead. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the the little that I played. I only played like, I played like an hour and a half of it. That was about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm back. I'll grind out the battle pass again, I believe. Um, okay. But yeah, that's about it. That's about cool. it for me. Uh, let's get into the news this week. Not much news other than a couple of pieces that are important, but here we go. Cyberpunk tweets. Gamers should never be forced to purchase the same game twice or pay for upgrades. Owners of Cyberpunk 2077 for Xbox One will receive the Xbox Series X upgrade for free when available. This tweet kind of uh, lit the world on fire, Crash. Like everyone was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah. Where do you come down? um i think it's really cool i think it's really nice of them um i think it's not uncharacteristic of cyberpunk mm -hmm. that's why i don't a lot of people took this tweet and then they were like all third-party studios are doing this and i'm like no uh, cd project rides has been very for the gamer for a long time at least in their messaging so this isn't out of character for them yeah this doesn't mean that ea is gonna do this this doesn't mean that ubisoft's gonna do this i think there's a good chance that Ubisoft. That's about to say EA ain't doing it. Nuts. If you think they're not <laughs> charging you twice EA. for FIFA, you have got no chance. No, EA will just charge you forty dollars instead of the full sixty. They're you're gonna right. be good guys. With you're this. right. You're um, right. You're right. But yeah, uh, I think this is cool. I think this is really nice for a game like Cyberpunk that maybe people aren't getting the next gen day one, but they do want to play it on next gen. So they're like, I'll get it now. By the time I get that next gen, I'm probably still gonna be playing this. I won't be done with it by then. Yeah, big game. Or they'll be on their fourth playthrough or whatever. People replay these games like crazy for some reason. Yeah. So achievements. Yeah, I, I think this is really cool. I think it's cool. I like it, obviously. I agree with you though, which is like don't assume because you make an ass out of me and you. Like literally, like, don't assume that every third party's gonna do this, because I don't think they are. I no. think this I was mean... I love the fact that I don't know whether this was a planned thing from Xbox where they were like, We're gonna say this you're gonna say that because we're partnering with you on cyberpunk for the market and stuff i don't know if that was the case if it was it was genius personally i think this is yeah. definitely like a to just have that messaging i'm sure so i'm sure this happens with sony with ps5 as well guaranteed guaranteed yeah. happens I, I but mean, to have it, right? yeah but to have the the fact that they're tweeting it out and like getting people behind it already on the xbox version is smart it's like if you own oh, both absolutely. the fact there's even that cursed cast of doubt in our head that it yeah. might not happen makes people go well i'm buying an xbox just in case like i can't not buy it just in case like i can't if they don't come out and say it which i think they will i think nearer to the time they will and that's yeah, i think well, that's sony hasn't like announced any hasn't really like shown anything in a while so there's yeah. no really reason for them to say we're also doing it with the ps5 right yeah so yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. I'm curious, but now that they're doing this, and they the implications there that'll happen for Sony as well because nobody should purchase the same game twice, right? I agree. 
so implications that there that they'll happen it'll happen for sony i'm curious how sony takes the stance on this for games that come out this gen for people that do do two versions on the xbox i'm that, how they'll do it with the ps4 yeah that i'm not worried about i'm more worried ghost of tsushima last of us 2 like yeah what are they gonna do is more my yeah. question not we were in, i knew xbox were gonna be like our first party spreads across yeah it's sony like are you gonna force people to buy last of us 2 twice are you gonna force people to buy ghost of the streamer twice will they even do an upgraded version for yes um, are you I, gonna I force people to buy will. dreams twice yeah they will i think i i don't know well uh so we're the rumor is which we have no confirmation is that unless do they confirm that the ps5 is backwards compatible yeah okay so it's backwards compatible you don't have to buy dreams twice no i dreams i agree on it so you think you think it's a case of there's no they're not gonna upgrade the version they're well, just I mean, gonna again, be like well you've owned it if you already own it it's just there like like xbox it'll all if you're only digital better. you've already got it'll it already play load faster and everything we don't know that the new hardware they've the not conf- they've not confirmed but that though no no, no. You brought, um 360 I... games onto the xbox everything loaded faster and because they did the work for it it's new hardware <laughs> no i understand what you're saying but I, I i get what you're saying and maybe i am being maybe i'm wrong in what i'm saying but i do believe there was a lot more work went into it than just the fact of new hardware and makes it happen there was there was work in making it work on it you don't there think it was work in making, making it load? Oh, okay. No, because that's what the hardware is there for. It makes it load faster. You process things faster with the Xbox One hardware as opposed to the uh, 360 or the OG Xbox's hardware. Okay. At least I'm... I, I That's how I view it. I could be wrong. I, I don't view it as... Me. I view it as the... Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, please do. Let us know. Uh, my Xbox and me at gmail.com. You can email in. But yeah, I believe there was definitely work put in. Is is. It did certainly do the work, I think. It comes down to that. But we will see. More CD Projekt Red news, though. CD Projekt Red is Europe's second most valuable game developer, taken from IGM. CD Projekt Red is now the second most valuable game developer in the whole of Europe. This has been confirmed recently after the studio's market valuation surpassed 8 billion via Reddit. The number one studio in Europe in terms of market value is Ubisoft, which is currently sitting at 9.52 billion. CD Projekt Red isn't far behind that now. Chris, that's wild. That's not a crazy. That's, that's actually wild. really, really crazy. Wild. I th- I, wow. I didn't know how much Ubisoft was worth. 9.52. I saw the CD Projekt Red stuff. Yeah, That's yeah, kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah. Witcher 3, Gwent, what else do they have? Well, Witcher 1, 2, 3. You can't, you can't, yeah. you can't. No, no, you're right, you're right. Like... Uh, Gwen, uh, I'm trying to think. CD Project um, Red. Let's think. What else? Let's have a look. They have Cyberpunk now, but that's not out yet. Where's Saints Row on there? That's not CD Project Red. Why no? Oh, they did work on it. They developed it. They did some development work on it. Oh, they didn't publish okay. it, but they did some development work on it. Um, okay, um, so their games right now. No, literally. Tonight. You're right. Yeah, it's what we said. Throne Breaker, The Witcher Tales, The yep. Witcher, the Three Witcher Games, The Witcher Adventure game. I don't know exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. Cyberpunk, and then something called Red Kit. I don't know what this is. Yeah, so 
pretty much what we're saying here is Witcher has made them an eight billion pound company. Yes, and apparently, like, uh, kudos to the Netflix series because that like boosted them. Quite oh, a bit that well. that makes perfect sense. Why that? What happened there, though? Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. When I read it, I was I I wasn't shocked at their estimation. Like, it doesn't that doesn't shock me? I was yeah. shocked at Ubisoft being nine point five two. Because when you think Ubisoft, you think of like some of the biggest franchises in gaming yeah. history: Assassin's Creed, Splinter Cell um obviously steep no i'm chatting crap um there's plenty out there right yeah to be fair for a while ubisoft was on a decline yes that and that's Not what i was about to say way. yes they, but they were on a decline and they are just now starting to get stuff well you got to think they were trying to get bought out they yeah. lot the, the problem i think the problem you have with a company like ubisoft not problem because that's not the right wording the thing you have with Ubisoft is they they have more property, right? Division, Watch Dogs, yeah. Just Dance, Rainbow Six Siege, uh, For Honor, Far Cry, uh, Splinter Cell, The Crew. Can go on, can go on, can go on, right? How many of those make money guaranteed every single time? Yeah. Like, you, you look at The Witcher, because of the way they're set up, especially early on, they were a cult following. If you've watched the No Clip documentary, and if you haven't, it is one of the most fascinating documentaries. You have to watch it. Fantastic. Go check it out. Um, but yeah, they they made it. That money they made they made a lot of money on the first game. Then they made a lot of money on the second game, and then the third game exploded. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so then you think, okay, so then the Netflix dot comes out. They're already got Gwent making money, blah, 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 blah. Cyberpunk is probably the most anticipated game this whole generation. Yeah. I think that's uh, fair yeah, to I say, right? Because I, th- I think I would go, if GTA came out tomorrow, if they said we're putting the game, they would be number one, and then it would be Cyberpunk. You don't agree? I don't think so. GTA has made more money than anything ever. Okay, you're you're not wrong about that but for gta to get announced and like oh it's coming out this year because you have to remember the generation ends this year yeah no i still think it would be the most anticipated game people will go wild for gta 6 yeah but i don't think that's i think that's excitement anticipation is like people have been waiting for cyberpunk okay 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 fine that's fine that's fine yeah okay but you get i I get what you're saying i think I think a lot of people will. I think more people would get GTA, and more people would be excited about GTA. But I don't know if it had more. Yeah, it would have more anticipation. Because people already know, also know what to expect out of a GTA as well. I mean, I've seen Cyberpunk. You played Cyberpunk? <sighs> I didn't play. It. They wouldn't let me. You, you know, you know how that general story is gonna go. Because I know how GTA story is gonna go. You're gonna rob some stuff. Somebody's gonna do you wrong. You're gonna kill them. You're gonna meet somebody. You know, stuff happens. Meet somebody <laughs> on, high on drugs in the street stuff and you're going to chill with them for a while. That's such an idiot. Um, but yeah, you're right. You're right. But I just find it very interesting. Ubisoft, uh, don't get me wrong, it's still like amazing for Ubisoft to be number one, but just, just the, the amount of yeah. different. We're talking like 1.52 billion. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, we're sounding like that's not that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. <laughs> Like before anybody is just people are like, yo, are you guys both rich? You guys are talking about like one point five million, like nothing. Yeah, no, like and you gotta remember this is just valuation as well. This isn't actually what like they're worth. But yeah, makes sense. Like what was 
the one thing I will say that what come to mind as well was the fact that uh, Sony got um, in something like so cheap. If like, don't get me wrong, like they got in for two hundred and fifty mil. Ooh, like well, um, I don't know how much Insomniac would be worth. Well, they're worth two hundred and fifty mil. That's what was paid. <laughs> no, right, 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 right. But I'm saying like prior to that, like prior to that knowledge, I don't know how much I would. Have again, it's a hard one again because like we, I think we as gamers think of them so highly because of Sunset, because of Ratchet and Clank, because of um some other games i'm not a sony guy so i don't know everything that they we judge it off their quality as yeah. opposed to how much, or how much they sell exactly yeah. and then obviously spider-man would have been a big one but that's what would have got them sold for that much so yeah yeah but yeah uh next one star wars battlefront spin-off cancelled fallen order 2 confirmed to be in development it turns out ea have cancelled another star wars game but is apparently now working on a sequel to the successful fallen order publisher ea already drew i don't know what dry when it cancelled a highly anticipated star wars adventure now it turns out that it has canned yet another one according to the new report from kotaku this title codenamed viking would have been a spin-off of the battlefront series and was intended to come out in autumn 2020 to coincide with the release of the next generation of consoles anomalously anonymous ea uh, employees revealed that the game would have contained open world elements that london-based studio criterion which created the starfire assault mode for battlefront 2 had been brought in to work on the game alongside ea vancouver however problems began to arise due to the challenge of cross-country development with one of the persons stating that there were quote too many cooks end quote criteria in particular had uh, had what was described as an ambitious vision for the game wanting a strong focus on story and characters I'll be honest. Story games are dead. No, they've come out. Did you not? Uh, there was a. No. I, 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 I know. I, I was. I, I was couldn't joking. find the quote, but Andrew Wilson came out in a latest earning report and said that they 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 finally see the value in story driven narrative games. It's pretty big for them. I mean, it's huge for them. I couldn't find the quote though. I know. I know it was definitely said, but I couldn't find the quote. So, yeah, interesting. Um, I know we're not Star Wars people, but you got to say we do. We did love. Uh, well, I did enjoy uh, Fallen Order. So, uh, I was thinking about it the other night when I was in bed. Yeah. I don't think Fallen Order made it on our top 10 list last gen. They didn't make it on mine. I don't think it made it on mine either, which is wild because of some of the games I put on there. So, you you think you'd look, look back and. If I look back, it would have definitely made it. I mean, I put Need for Sp- I love Need for Speed, don't get me wrong, but it would it was better than Need for Speed. Okay. So, I felt. I did, I, I I did feel a little bit bad. On my list. I did, I did feel a little bit bad. But, yeah, anyway. Games with Gold, uh, February, you've got... Uh, is that still available? It is. Uh, TT Isle of Man, available first to the 29th of uh, February. Call of Cthulhu, February 16th to March 15th. And Star Wars Battlefront, available February 16th to the 29th. Crash, let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here, my dude. Twitter.com for, for at Krushnik, please. Oh, you even kind of got it wrong there. I, I absolutely got it wrong. I have no clue how the Twitter URL works. I can't Damn. pimp out my, my Twitch. I know, dude. Nope. Still no internet properly. I tried streaming the other day. I was like, if it drops in and drops out, I'd be fine. But then it just dropped out. <laughs> Five minutes later, it comes back. To be fair, you've been good all day today. You're, the, the episode's been fine today. Like You didn't have any problems, yeah. so... 
That's good. We'll see. Um, yeah, you can find me everywhere at MCFixer. Yeah, I'm kind of here, there, and everywhere at the moment with streaming because of having those last one. My mum literally just rang me, so I got to ring her back and literally off this. Um, but yeah, I just employed go check out my up and comer songs. Uh, they're on my YouTube channel. If you enjoy bad singing, you, you will love that they're one. Bop. What? They're going to be played at the club. They're bops. Oh, yeah, they're, they're definitely bops. Um, yeah, no, you, like. They're funny. They're well. They're meant to be funny anyway. So go check them out. You've got the uh, love song, and then you've got the my name is MC Fixer track. So go check them out. So I'd appreciate that. Crash. Until next week. I will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Boy. <laughs>